you're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop, pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Wherever you are, we are. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or stay connected and get our mobile app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. I'm in my year of more. God will do more in me. God will do more through me. God will do more for me. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready tonight, God. We are ready this morning, God. We're ready this afternoon. Whenever people are receiving this word, God, we declare that we are ready. And we say, have your way, God. Get the glory out of everything. We are open and we are ready. Move by your spirit. Let miracles, signs, and wonders, let that break out. Every place where this word's being heard or this word is being seen, God, this is our year of more. And we believe we're going to see it manifest for us in the name of Jesus, we pray. Can I get you lift your hands, open your mouth and worship God for four seconds like he's about to do more in your life. Four. Come on, let me hear you in the building and online. Three. Drop it in the emojis. Drop it in the comments. If you're not in the comments, lift your hands and do it with me. Two. He's the God of more. Do me a favor, say plot twist. Look at me. He's the God of more. Here's the plot twist. But God always does more with less. Let's get into this word. 2024, as I've taught you, is the year of more. Ephesians 3.20 says this. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more, shout more. More than all that we ask or think, that dare ask or think, and infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, our greatest hopes, or our greatest dreams, according to the power that is at work within us. And I've taught you this, that more through you, more for you, and more in you is directly connected to your yes that you give God, which means the moment your yes stops is the moment that his more stops, which means every day, every decision, every moment, I've got to say yes to his will, which is his word, and even when it's difficult, I say yes. Even when I don't want to, I say yes. Even when it's frustrating, I say yes. Even if it seems overwhelming, I say yes. And I'm so glad you're sitting next to somebody or you're streaming with somebody that's made up in their mind that for 2024 and the rest of their lives, God is going to get a yes from them. God, whatever it is, the answer is yes. I'm not so much concerned about what I'm saying yes to because I know who I'm saying yes to. And when I know who I'm saying yes to, what I say yes to is always going to work together for my good. Come on, on three in the building and online, I need everybody to holler less. One, two, three, yes, and put a praise behind your yes right there hallelujah so watch this but here's the plot twist y'all god always does more with less see god's math is very different than our math and to show you this principle i want to go to judges chapter 6 and walk you through this here's what the bible says the israelites did evil in the lord's sight so the lord handed them over to the midianites for seven years now everybody look at me the book of judges illustrates this cycle let the Hebrews go through. And the cycle basically worked like this, is that they would do good, and when they did good and things went well, then they would rebel. Listen to me carefully. Don't be the type of Christian to where God can't trust you with good. 
Don't be the type of Christian where God can't trust you with more. All of us have seen people that when things got good for them, they forgot the God that got them good for them. That when they started making a little money, they forgot God. When they started making a little money and got a little relationship and got a little boot thing and got a little this and that, all of a sudden they forgot the God that gave them those things. I need you to make sure that God can trust you with more. Because if not, you're going to go in cycle after cycle and circle after circle. And I'm going to prophesy over your 24. No more negative cycles, no more negative circles because that's not the life that you're going to live. I need you to just holler and say that's over, that's over, that's it says the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight so the Lord handed them over, watch me the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. Sometimes God says since you won't listen I'm going to have to hand you over to something that's not going to be comfortable since you won't Listen, I'm going to have to put you in the hands of something that you do not like. The Midianites, verse 2, were so cruel that the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, the caves, and the strongholds. So this thing is so bad and it's so cruel that they go in hiding. It's so bad and it's so cruel that they literally, look at me, they're not living their lives. And for some of you, watch me, you've been existing, not living. You've been breathing and not living. And I'm here to tell you in your year of more, that's about to change. Oh my God, would you open up your mouth and say, I'm about to live my life. I'm, yeah, As a matter of fact, it ain't just my life I'm about to live, baby. I'm about to live my best life. I've been through too much hell. I've gone through too much turmoil to just exist and to just breathe. I refuse to be in hiding when God says you have the light that's set on a hill. I need somebody that's excited about life to just lift your hands, open your mouth and say I'm about to live like I've never lived before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you just fist bump two people around you and just tell them, say, let's live, let's live, let's live. Yep. Yep. You ain't going to be locked up in the house all day, sad and depressed. Well, Bishop, they left me. But guess what? God's about to give you more. You're not going to be depressed because you lost your job. Guess what? God's about to give you more. You're not going to be depressed about who walked out and what you don't have. God's about to do more. It's never over for you because he takes you from glory to glory, from level to level, from faith to Verse 3, whenever the Israelites planted their crops, marauders from Midian would attack Israel. Pay attention. When they started sowing, that's when they got attacked. And for some of you, you got to hear me. The attack is going to come because now you've released your seed. And now that you have become a sower, and this is bigger than money. Now that you've become a sower, the enemy desires to steal your harvest. Watch this next part. It says, verse 4. Camping in the land and destroying the crops, they left the Israelites with nothing to eat, taking their sheep, their goats, their cattle, and their donkeys. Verse 5, they stayed until the lamb stripped them bare. Look at me. What ends up happening is that they show up after they've sown and they would begin to steal their harvest. And for some of you, you got to hear me. This has been seen in areas of your life. It seemed like you put a lot of effort into something and didn't get anything out of it. Wave at me if that's you on, in the building and online. You put a lot of time, you put a lot of energy, you put a lot of money, you put a lot of effort into something and didn't get anything. What if I told you that represents Midian? Where Midian came, watch me, to take your more. Where Midian came to try to strip you of what it was that God wanted to do for you, through you, and in you. So look at verse 6. So Israel was reduced to starvation. Here they are 
Watch me. Their God is the king of the universe. He's not just the king of the world. He's the God of the universe. Jesus said it like this. I have sheep and pasture you know not of. In other words, he says there's so much more to the universe than just the world that you live on. There's so much more to the universe than just this environment. And here's what the Bible says, that they were reduced to starvation. Their God is King of kings and Lord of lords. They were reduced to starvation. Watch me. They had gifts, talents, skills, and abilities, but they were reduced to starvation. They had everything they needed to succeed, but they were reduced to starvation. Now, let me make this pragmatic because you said, Bishop, I'm eating good. Yep. But is there an area of your life that feels like it's starving? Is there an area of your life that is malnourished? Is there an area of their life that feels like it's dying? Because this means Midian has been messing around in your life. And I came today with some eviction paper. Show did. I came today with some eviction papers because what we're not doing in 2024 is let Midian be in our lives anymore. Let him who stole, oh, still no longer. You maybe got me in 23, but I wish you would try me in 24. You maybe threw your best at me in 23, but in 24, I've decided I'm about to experience more. I need you to touch three people and just tell them, say, Midian's about to go. Midian's about to go. Midian's about to go. Type it in the comments. Midian is about to go. How do you know, Bishop? Because in the middle of all of this, here's your shout. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. On three, you're going to holler, help me, Lord. And when you holler, help me, Lord, help's going to show up. It's going to show up, watch me, laterally. It's going to show up above you. And you even going to have some people that you've already excelled beyond. They're about to show up to help you. You're about to have help surround you. And they cried out to the Lord for help. One, two, three, help me, Lord. Father, send help now. 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 What is help? Support. Send support now. What is help? Back, back up. What is help? It's what we need. What is help? They help lift the pressure off of us. Come on, say it again. Say, help me, Lord. Let's go. Israel cried out to the Lord for help. Verse 12. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to a man named Gideon. Watch me. When they cried out for help, God went and tapped somebody. I need you to tap somebody on the shoulder. When they cried out for help, God tapped somebody into the match. God tapped somebody. And when you cry out for help, when you just did that, God just tapped somebody. Play with me if you want to. Play with me if you want to. This is your year of more. When you cried out for help, if he's no respecter of persons, but he's a respecter of principles, that means if he did it for them, somebody open up your mouth and say, he's got to do it for me. Uh-uh, I don't like the way you said it. Say it again. Say, he's got to do it for me. When they cried out for help, the Bible says that the Lord went and tapped on a man named Gideon. Your help is being tapped right now. He's about to tap the recruiter. He's about to tap the hiring manager. He's about to tap the banker. He's about to tap. Come on, y'all. I sense the Holy Ghost in this experience this morning. Open your mouth and say, somebody's about to help me. <laughs> the angel of the Lord appeared to him. His name is Gideon and said, you mighty hero. The Lord is with you. Everybody look at me. How are you a hero and you never fought a battle? 
How are you a hero and you've never fought a battle? Everybody listen to me carefully. Everybody listen to me carefully. Watch me. While God's going to tap somebody, you are about to be tapped for somebody. Because I can't receive help if I don't release help. So watch me. He's about to tap you to be help to somebody else. And the door you open for somebody else is really going to be the door you open in for yourself. The blessing you honor somebody else is really about to be the blessing you offer yourself. Let me free some of y'all. Nobody used you. You were sowing into somebody helping you. Nobody took advantage of you. You were sowing into somebody that's about to help you. Can I preach to you this morning in this building? I'm going to lie. God's about to tap somebody, but you're about to be tapped for somebody. Look at somebody say, I'm about to help somebody. I'm about to help. I, I got something somebody needs. I was born for the time I was needed most, which is right now. The earth needs what's in you. Your city needs what's in you. Your community needs what's in you. The world needs what's in you. How do you know? That's why you ain't died yet. Because what you have is still needed. Open your mouth to Melissa. Praise right there. Let's go. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, you mighty hero. He ain't never won a battle. But you're a mighty hero because God calls things that be not as though they were. Let me tell you what you're going to do in 2024. You're going to start saying stuff that's not like it is. I need you to answer the phone. Somebody say, hey, how you doing? Well, first of all, it's shalom. Secondly, because nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking, all is well. But number two, it's not just shalom. But number two, I need you to say, I'm debt free. You ready? Even if you just got a stack of bills, I'm debt free. I don't owe nobody nothing because I call things that be not as though they were. Even if you got a bad doctor's report, your confession will be, I'm 100% healthy and I'm 100% healed. So you ain't going to catch me saying stuff like that because I ain't going to give the devil a doorway in. You are a mighty hero even if you ain't never won a battle. Well, Bishop, I feel like I'm lying. You're not lying. You're prophesying. You have to look at your kids and say, you mighty man of God. You mighty woman of God. Even if they acting like Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and Jason, and Chucky, all of them together, you're going to have to say, but you are a mighty man of God. But you are a mighty woman of God. You ain't going to be cursed. You're not going to walk in generational. You're going to be the curse breaker. Mighty hero, the angel says, the Lord is with you. Shut your mouth. He's never won a battle, but he's a hero. Watch me. He never, ever had the same type of relationship that others had or he thought they had with the Lord. But the Lord says, I'm with you. In other words, pay attention. There are some places you get access to because of who you with. There are certain places. I'll go into certain places. And I said, no, they're with me. And because they're with me, they can come in here. In other words, here's what God says. I'm with you. And because I'm with you, they can come. Oh, my God. Which means there's no place I want to go. There's nothing that I want to do that I can't do. Why? Because God says, they're with me. And when God shows up, watch me. He opens doors. I feel like preaching at this experience. He opens doors. No man can close. And he'll close the door. No man can open. Which means God says when I show up, they got to open the door for me. And I'll just tell them, let him in. He with me. Let her in. She's with me. The Lord is with you. Let's go. Let's go. The Lord is with you. Verse 13. This is how, they, how Gideon responds to the angel. The, the, the angel tells him, the Lord wants to use you to bring deliverance to your people. And here's what Gideon responds and says to the angel. Uh, he says, sir, Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, shut your mouth, 
Why has all of this happened to us? And where are the miracles our ancestors told us about? Didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. Look at me. Sometimes you can go through things that look directly opposite of the Lord being with you. Is there anybody beside me where, where the truth is you've gone through some things and you were like, he clearly couldn't be with me and I'm going through this. But, but watch me. You miss your miracle. Because the reason that didn't kill you is because he was with you. Come here, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You're going to go through a fire, but because he's with you, the fire's not going to hurt you like it hurts everybody else. I need to see the survivors in the building end all line. Well, the truth is, you just got a revelation. What's the revelation? It didn't feel like he was with me, but the facts make it plain and make it clear that he had to be with me because the only way I survived that is that God had to be with me. I need you to look at somebody and say, he's with me, he's with me, he's with me, he's with me. He's with me, he's with me, he's with me, he's with me. He's with me, he's with me, he's with me, he's with me. But, but Gideon questions the angels as if the Lord is with us. Why has this happened to us? Now let's remember, here's why it happened. Because y'all started doing evil in the eyes of the Lord. He says, you got a little something and then you lost your mind. So I had to get you back together. God is a good father. And every good father knows how to tap that tail. Okay, you don't want to talk? All right. I, I obey your local, state, and federal laws. But every good father will love you, but check the hell out of you. Y'all not going to say, and I literally mean that literally, check the hell out of you. Hell is a Greek word, Gehenna, which means hot trash. Sometimes there's trash that's in you, and a good father will say, baby, you're doing good, but this here? Oh, no, we ain't finna do this. I love you, but don't do that no more. I love you, but I said what I said, and you're going to do what I said, because if you're going to be in this house, this is what you're going to do. Well, let me just give everybody connected a good checking on this Sunday morning. Anything that you've been doing that's not right in the eyes of the Lord, I pray you let it go during these 21 days of fasting and prayer. Why? Because you don't have time to be stuck, stagnant, or doing something that God is going to have to hand you over to Midian for. Look at somebody and say, check me, God. Check me, God. I, see, I don't know about you, but if I'm off, tell me. You, you need people in your life that if your breath stink, they're going to tell you. Y'all ain't going to talk. You need people in your life that if your clothes are wrinkled, they're going to tell you. You need somebody in your life that can check you. God is telling the people, I needed to check you. But Gideon's like, God, if you're with us, why are we going through this? But Gideon didn't realize that what they were going through was to check them. You ready? All right, let's go. See, it got quiet right there when I talked about that part. Because Gideon's complaining, but he doesn't realize that the reason they're being checked is because they started doing good. And the moment they started doing good, all of a sudden, they started acting bad. You cannot be the type of person where you can't be trusted with more. Can I be honest with you? As a shepherd, I sometimes see it happen with people that when, when they're struggling, they're faithful. They're consistent. But the moment they get more... All of a sudden, what they did to get more, they stopped doing. Your servant got you your more. So how, wh what sense it makes to, okay, your faithful giving got you your more. So now that you're making more money, all of a sudden now you don't believe in the principles of giving when the principle of giving is what got you your money in the first place? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I don't believe in all that. But it's what got you what you have. So sometimes God says, I got to hand you over. All right, look at, look at verse 14. The Lord turned to him. And said, go with this strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. He said, okay, Gideon, you mad, huh? He said, take this anger of yours, take this frustration of yours, and go do something with it. 
And I'm going to tell everybody, listening to me right now, there's some things, and I'm not the only one, that's got you hot as a firecracker. Wave at me. There's some things that when you think about it, you sometimes don't even like to look at it because the moment you look at it, it just makes, am I the only one? Here's what God says. Go with the strength you have. Go in this anger. Go in this might and rescue the Israel from the hands of the Midianites. For I am sending you. I need you to touch somebody and say, it's on you, it's on you, it's on you. It's on you, it's on you, it's on you. Ted, you're it. You're it. It's on you. He says, I'm sending you. Verse 15. But the Lord, Gideon replied, or but Lord, Gideon replied, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh. I'm the least in my entire family. Look at me. He says, God, how can I do this? I'm not enough. Look at me. Why would God not go get somebody that didn't think this little? Why would he not get somebody to do more that thought more? You better hear me. The Lord, watch me. The Lord often does more, but he'll use less. What does Gideon say? His, he, he, he's from he says my clan is weakest say less he says and I'm the least of my entire family say less All right, but look at verse 16 but the Lord said I'll be with you and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting as one man in other words he says Gideon I'm about to do more with less he says because I'm literally going to be with you but when you fight it's going to be like it's one of you and thousands of them and for some of y'all this is why it feels like it's you against the world because it is this is why it feels like it's you against a big Goliath because it is but if God be for you I need to make sure I got some people in the building and online say if God be for me who would dare be against me look at me look at me look at me look at me verse 17 Gideon replied, if you're truly going to help me, show me a sign to prove that it's really the Lord speaking to me. Look at me. It's okay to ask God for a sign so long as you're going to follow it. Let me back that thing up. It's, God doesn't have an issue with you asking him for a sign. His issue is, I showed you the sign and you still sit. I showed you a sign and you ain't doing nothing with it. I sold you the sign and now you want more and more and more and more signs. But the truth is, is I know you're not going to do nothing with the sign that you have. I want you to look at the next verse because the next verse is going to blow your mind. Gideon built an altar to the Lord. When did he do this? Judges 6, 24. Pay attention. I told you that this year God's going to code everything, which means built into everything is going to be something that points to something. 24. You're in 2024. Watch the verse. And Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and named it Yahweh Shalom. Yahweh, also in English, Jehovah Shalom. What does Shalom mean? Peace. What does that mean? Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. All is well. Pay attention. God says to Gideon, you're going to build an altar in 24. What's an altar? A sacrifice. <laughs> What's an altar? It's a place where something got to die. <laughs> What's an altar? It's a place where something got to be given up for more to come. If I kill this, more is going to come. If I get rid of this, more is going to be there. You're about to build an altar at the top of your 2024. And for the rest of this year, you're about to see shalom. Let's go. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. All is well. Everywhere I look, shalom. Everywhere I go, shalom. Every phone call, shalom. Every text, shalom. Every email, shalom. He built an altar. He built an altar. He built an altar there. 
a place of sacrifice, a place where something lesser has to die so something more can live. You're missing the point because you'd be talking back to me better than that. It's a place where less has to die so more can live. You think of an altar. You think of an animal. It had to be sacrificed. The animal was sacrificed so that the sins of the people would be covered. Lesser produced more. You build an altar so your agenda can die. Your will is smaller than his will. Your plan is smaller than his plan. What you're trying to do is smaller than what he's already planned for you to do. So this year, hear me, your plan is going to have to be put on the altar. Your desire is going to have to be put on the altar. What you want is going to have to be put on the altar. Because when you put that on the altar, he says, now I'm about to give you shalom. Nothing will be missing. Nothing will be broken. Nothing will be lacking. All will be well. What does that mean? More. Who did, Gideon, who did God pick Gideon? He's less, but God always gets more with less. So for everybody that feels like this is not enough, look at me. That's the perfect candidate. For everybody that says, there's no way I can do this, that's the perfect situation. For everybody that says, this is overwhelming, shut your mouth because you are not overwhelmed. Watch me. You are just being positioned for him to take that lesser and be able to do more. For every person that's been feeling overwhelmed, lift your hands and say, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. Say, he's about to do more. He's about to do more. So who were they handed over to? Midian. Say Midian. Midian means strife, conflict, discord, antagonism, quarrel, struggle, clashing, competition, rivalry, strenuous effort. I'm going to run it back because you missed what they were in. When the Bible says they were handed over to Midian, here was their everyday life. Strife, conflict, discord, antagonism, quarrel struggle, clashing, competition, and rivalry. Look at me. You have people who are in competition with you and you don't even know it. They fighting with you and you don't even know they fighting with you. And here's what's crazy. And they feel like they losing. And it's a competition that only exists in their mind. This is why they talk about you. This is why they try to run you down. This is why they try to scandalize your name. This is why they're in a competition. They're losing. You ready? <laughs> Let's go. Strenuous effort. This means they put down a lot of effort. They put out a lot of work, but they're not getting anything for what they're doing. But I need you to make this declaration. Say, but that's about to change. Uh-uh. I rebuke strife, conflict. Your life can't be that all the time. It doesn't mean you're not going to have it, but your life can't be that all the time. And you want to know where some of the strife and conflict is? Let's forget about around you. In you. You're inwardly conflicted. Discord. You have inward discord. All right? Play a, uh, play a major chord for me, right? Whatever key you're in. Okay? Y'all hear that? That's a major chord. What, what key? What key? D, that's D major. Okay. Now play, play something that's totally, just mess it up, tear it up. This is what some of you feel like. It doesn't sound good, doesn't feel good. Matter of fact, it puts a hurting on your ears to hear it. But God's about to bring you back into alignment. Uh, come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Strife, conflict, discord, antagonism, 
quarrel, struggle, which means everything feels like it's a struggle. How many of you right now, be honest with me in this building online, it seems like to get anything done, it's, it's been a struggle sometimes. They're like, everything's a struggle. Everything's a struggle. Everything's just like, why in the world? It's not the fifth Sunday. Why in the world? Is this so hard? It's, look, look at me, look at me. Especially, why is there a struggle with, with what's already been clear? Y'all ain't going to say nothing. All right, you ready? Let's go. Competition or rivalry. Strenuous effort. I'm putting out so much effort, but I'm not seeing anything. Look at me. This is what they were dealing with every day. And then God tapped somebody called Gideon. And he said, you're going to be the one. I'm here to tell you at the top of this year, you're not living in Midian the rest of this year. This ain't going to be strife. You're going to, watch me, you're going to enjoy going home again. I don't know who that's for. You're going to love, watch me. For some of you, you don't even like being by yourself because of your inward conflict. But in your 2024, you're going to enjoy your own time. You're not going to need somebody to be with you all the time. You're about to start taking yourself out. You're about to enjoy you, single or married. I need you to open your mouth and say, I won't live in Midian this year. Say, it's not a Midian year. It's a more year. Oh my God, please prophesy to two people around you. Point to them. Say, it's not a Midian year. It's a year of more. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Twitch. Come on, Twitter. Come on in the app and the website. This is not a Midian year. They both start with M, but this is not Midian. This will be a year of more. Let me get you to your more. Say, thank me there, Bishop. Judges chapter 7. Notice, in 6 was their problem. And seven is their answer. Okay, let me see if I can make that clear. I told you God's going to code everything. Seven is the biblical number of completion. Shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. For many of you, what I'm about to do is prophetic for you. Uh, and so I, I need you to see this. Because you've been, even though the year changed, you've still been in a prior chapter. You missed what I just said. Even though the year changed... There's parts of you that have still been in a previous chapter. I'm going to prophesy that this movement that I'm just about to do represents what's about to happen in your life. Because you, watch me, the divorce has been over, but you've still been in the chapter. The bankruptcy is over, but you've still been in the chapter. What they did to you is over, but you've still been in that chapter. What happened is over, but you've still been in that chapter. So, Father, I prophesy as shepherd. For every person connected to Harvest and every person watching this or listening to this, that just like I open this up, I'm about to flip the page. And when I flip the page, I pray that the chapter changes in their lives. We go on from six to seven. Seven is shalom. Six is man. Conflict. Discord. Midian. Chapter six is Midian. Chapter seven is more. Chapter 6 is Midian. Chapter 7 is more. Chapter 6 is Midian. Chapter 7 is more. God, I flip the page in the natural. And I pray, God, that what I did in the natural, you would do for them in the spirit. And notice, when I flip the page, there's nothing on it. Because it's about to be a new start. Yep. It's about to be a new beginning. Oh, God's about to set you up for some more. Which means I'm about to write my story. I'm about to write my story. My past is over. 
Yesterday is gone and a new beginning is here. Lift your hands, open up your mouth, say change the chapter. The Holy Ghost is pushing me today. You're about to change the chapter. For five of you, your, your chapter is about to change in your career. You've done that long enough. Well, Bishop, I ain't done it that long. You got what you needed. You're about to change the chapter. I need you to prophesy with your body. And when I say chapter, you do this like you're changing a chapter. You're about to change the chapter. You're about to change the chapter. You're about to change the chapter. We're about to change the chapter. And the next one is going to be the best one that you've ever seen yet. Let's go. Say more. In Judges 7, they changed the chapter. Here it is. I'm just about done. Verse 2. The Lord said to Gideon. Now, pay attention. Look at me. Gideon goes and builds this army. He gathers this army. Because he's like, I'm preparing for what you told me to do. You better watch the plot twist. Because God always does more with less. The Lord said to Gideon, there's too many warriors with you. Wait a minute, God. You told me. You, you told me to fight. You said I'm a hero. Look at me. You a hero. I'm not going to let these others get credit for the victory I'm about to give. Because there's some people that want to say they made you. There's some people that want to say if I not did this, if I didn't do this. God says I'm about to make it to where nobody else gets the glory but the Lord said to Gideon, you got too many warriors with you. If I let all of you fight the Midianites, the Israelites will boast and say that they saved themselves through their own strength. So watch what God ends up doing. Verse 3. Tell the people, if you're a punk or you scared, timid or afraid. When I say punk, I just mean timid or scared, afraid. You pull back. Watch me. Lead a mountain and go home. Look at me. 22,000. 22,000 of them went, leaving him with 10,000. So what did he have? 32,000. Look at me. You'd be surprised at how many people are around you. Watch me. And they're really not a help anyhow. Let me back that thing up and say it again. Sometimes you get addicted to crowds and they're not even helping. You get addicted to people doing stuff. Well, who's going to do this? 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 They ain't doing it no how. He said, if you are timid or afraid, go home. 22,000. Two-thirds of his army left with 10,000 that were willing to fight. You ready? Look at me. God has dismissed every person that wasn't willing to fight. And I don't, you, look at me, look at me. And I need to say this with every ounce of gangster in me. Spiritual gangster, you ready? And you better not chase them. Don't you, what happened to them? Where they go, it don't even matter. Cause me, I don't have time to chase people that don't want to be counted. I can't count on who don't want to be counted. If you want to be chased, you got the wrong one. I suggest you go down somewhere else because I'm not running after nobody. If you with me, be with me. If you ain't sure, it's okay. I'm sure, baby. Bye. I need you to just look at three people and say, tell them baby bye. Tell them baby bye. Drop it in the comments. Baby bye. Baby bye. I'm not chasing now, ninja. 
Because some people, look at me, it's a spirit, it's, a, it's like a black hole, it's demonic, because it wants your attention. So now you won't fight the battle because you're chasing them. But the truth is, you chasing them wasn't going to get you to win the battle anyhow. Because when you got up to the battle, they were going to punk out anyhow. Look at me. They were going to walk away the whole time. Just let's do it now so that way I don't spend no more time wasting it on your behalf. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. What's me? What's me? Sometimes people get so afraid of, but I don't want to lose nobody. Okay, here's the deal. People who are going to go, going to go. Paul said it like this. They were not of us, for if they were of us, they would have continued with us. But they left us to prove that they were never of us in the first place. Which means if you with me, even if we get into an argument, you with me. Let's talk. If you with me, you may be mad with me, and you're going to shut your little mouth, have your little attitude, and still be with me. We may have an issue in the back, but when we come to the front, ain't nobody going to know nothing. I pray God, put some people around you that are with you this year. Lift your hands and say, I receive it, God. Come on, I'm almost done. Say, I receive it, God. God always does more with less. Look at me. 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 What you think is a negative is really a positive because God has been getting rid of those who weren't really willing to help fight anyhow. So it's, look at me, look at me, look at me, look, look, look at me. Nothing's wrong. It's not bad. Don't chase them. Wish them well. Tell them be encouraged. Keep God first. But you can't come with me. And watch me. And even if I tried to bring you, Here's what would have been awful. I'm glad God got rid of you now. Because if I'm on the battlefield and somebody comes to me with a knife, I need to make sure that I had somebody that was going to fight. And what I just found out is you would have moved to let them hit me. You would have moved to let them get me. God's about to put some warriors around you. He's about to put some gladiators and some fighters around you. You don't need many. You just need ones that'll fight. It, what's the old hood saying? It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. You ready? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Look, look at verse 4. So you think God is going to let him go fight with 10,000 people. Look at verse 4. We're done. But the Lord said to get in. It's still too many. Wait, 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 wait. See, for some of you, it's, it's not people, it's money. You're like, God's like, uh-uh. Like, Lord, but wait a minute. Like, it's opportunity. You're like, but God, wait a minute. It's spaces and places to do what you need to do. You're like, wait a minute. He says, but the Lord told Gideon, it's still too many. He says, bring them down to the spring and test them to determine who will go with you and who will not. Which means God says, I'm going to put the people around you in a test. And I, look at me. Sometimes I'll tell you what I'm doing and sometimes I won't. Look at the next part. Let's go. He says, when Gideon took his warriors down uh, to the spring. So they went down to the spring. They went down to the spring. They went down to the water. The Lord told them, divide the men into two groups. And one group put the men who cut water in their hands and lap it up with their tongues like dogs. And the other group put those who kneel down and drink it with their mouths in the streams. Why is this? Why do you care the way that they get the water? He says, he says, if, if they, watch me, he says, if they drink it and lap it up like a dog, he says, put them over there. He says, but, but watch me, but he said, but if they do it a different way, 
You got to hear me. He says, but if they do it a different way, he says, if this group, if they drink it with their mouths in the streams, which means they're going to put their mouth directly in the stream and not lap it up like a dog. He said, watch me. I'm showing you something about who they really are. Because if they're going to put their mouth on the stream, that means they're contaminating the rest of the water for everybody else. Okay, you missed the principle, so let me back it up. You, 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 watch me. He said, the way they do it matters to me. You have some people who God says, I don't like the way they do what they do when they do what they do. And so for the, this reason, they cannot go with you. There are some people, they got skill, they got talent, they got ability. You may even like them. You may like hanging out with them. You may think they're great. But God says, I don't like the way that they do this. Because what I revealed is that they're prideful. They put their needs above the needs of everybody else because they were willing to contaminate the rest of the stream for everybody else. When the others, they lapped it up like a dog, which means they weren't contaminated in the rest of the stream for everybody else which means they weren't too low or they weren't too high to get low because there's many people that you will face watch me I ain't, I'm too good for I ain't finna do and God says I don't want nobody with you that ain't got a little fight in them come here Caleb there were two men I feel like preaching now there were two men that spied out the promised land out of the 12, Joshua and Caleb. And 10 said, we can't do it. But Joshua and Caleb said that we can. Do you want to know what Caleb's name means in Hebrew? It means dog. Bow, wow, wow, yippee-yo, yippee-yay. Bow, wow, yippee-yo, yippee-yay. Which means you need somebody that's going to fight for you like a dog in a fight. They're going to get their mouth on that bone, and I'm not letting go. I ain't going to let nobody talk about you and just sit there. I ain't going to let nobody run their mouth about you and just sit there. I ain't going to let nobody do you dirty. And they do you dirty, I feel like they doing me dirty. Yeah. Come on, say, he's surrounding me with fighters this year. Let's go. Verse 6. Only 300 of the men drank from their hands. All the others got on their knees and drank with their mouths in the stream. You understand how disgusting that is? That's like, okay, now listen, this is me. This is me. This is me. Everybody look at me. They're warriors. This is me. So, um, you can just have it. I'm, I ain't saying no straw with nobody. I ain't saying no cup with You can just have it. I was, I, was in, I was in the airport the other day, and I was in the lounge. In the, in, the, in the lounge for, this, for the, 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 uh, the Delta Lounge. I was in the lounge. I was in the lounge. They have tongs. You're supposed to take the tongs for everything that you touch. Well, the Lord let me see something that day. Because I was standing behind this food thing, the next food. And I was like, that'll go good with this. I was like, that'll go good. I said, I'm going to eat. I'm going to get all, all my money's worth. I'm going to get all my money. I said, I'm going to eat. All right, you ready? This man takes his hand. Oh, yes. His bare hand. And here's the deal. I've been watching him. Oh, he's been playing with his nose, playing with his mouth. <laughs> and if you play with your nose and your mouth, you probably didn't play with your feet. You're probably one of the people that take your shoes off on the plane. He playing with his face and stuff. He go over. I went over to the lady. I said, baby, y'all need to change those. I said, because this, right here, he put his, right here, he didn't put his whole hand and didn't think nobody saw him. I was standing right behind you. That's disgusting. Pay attention. There are some people 
who their spirit will contaminate the good ones. Because cancer will spread if it's unchecked. So why is this so important? Because God says the way they do it matters. Only 300 of the men drank from their hands. All the others got down on their knees and drank with their mouths in the stream. Everybody look at me. 32,000. Say, too much. All right, 10,000. Say, too much. 300. Say, just right. How are 300 people going to take this Midianite army that's been punking the Hebrews, taking their crops, taking their stuff? Somebody say, how is this going to happen? Because here's the plot twist. God always does more, but he'll do it with less. You ready? Look at verse 7. The Lord told Gideon, let's ride. Told Gideon, with these 300 men, I will rescue you and give you victory over the Midianites. Send the others home. <laughs> Look at me. He said, I'm about to dismiss 9,700 people. Tell them to go home. Look at me. You can't be, look at me, this year you can't be so addicted to people that you ain't scared to tell somebody, you can go. If you can't do the way I need you to do it, I'd rather have nobody doing it than deal with your little stinking attitude. You can go. You ready? Because God always does more with. What areas of your life feel like he's reduced it? This means you're the perfect candidate because he's about to do. I don't like the fact that I can't hear you say it. He's about to do more. Here's verse 9. Here's your shout. That night, the Lord said, get up. Go down into the Midianite camp, for I have given you victory over them. Bishop, why am I shouting about this? Because watch me, God says, I'm about to do more with less. He said, I know you feel like this isn't enough, but this is actually more than enough. Because what you weren't putting in your equation or your calculation, you ready, was me. You were counting all your stuff, but you weren't counting me. You were counting your dollars, but you weren't counting me. You were counting people, but you weren't counting me. And God says, I'm the best thing you got going for you. I need you to lift your hands, open up your mouth, and say, he's about to give me victory. He will do more with less. He will do more with less. He will do more with less. Heads bowed, eyes closed in this building, and no line. Any area of your life you feel like it's less than or not enough, hear me, he's about to do more with that area. He's going to do more with that area. He's going to do more with that area. Anything that feels like it's less, he's going to do more. This, happened, this, is, this principle is true. It's a business principle. You can get, often you can get more done with less. There's a CEO of a particular company, if I said the name of the company, you know it. And here's what he said when it came to people. He said, I'd rather have two rock stars than 10 regular workers. He says, because these two rock stars will get more done for me than 10 regular average workers. He says, we get more done with less. And for some of y'all, you got to hear me. You're like, God, I need this, I need this, I need this. God is like, no, you don't. I'm the God that does more but less well God I need this 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 you're going to do more with less I'm amazed at how many more people we're reaching 
You ready? And we're doing it with this. With, with this. I can click this button right now. And people from every continent. We even had an article. Y'all remember one time? There's somebody from an article. We had an article one time. I can click this button. He will do more. Less. Last year, our church did more. We're less. We blessed more. We're less. What, what do you mean? We're less, we're, less, we're, less, we're less. Hear me. Hear me clearly. Say, he's the God that does more with less. That's the plot twist. Say, this is your year of more. Here's the plot twist. But he's going to do it with less. You're about to get a job with a degree that you don't have. He's going to do. You're going you're gonna to see more happen. But it's going to happen with less. You ready? Close your eyes. Heads bowed, eyes closed. In this building, in the line. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord to be sure wherever you're at on the count of three. In this building, you're going to slip your hand up online. You're going to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Wherever you're at, everybody's included. Nobody's excluded. God loves you, and that love is unconditional. You don't get things right to come to God. You come to God. God helps you to get things right. On three, slip that hand up in that building or online. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Wherever you're at in this building. Come on, church. We're a church that celebrates when people come to the Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody, everybody in the building and online. Online, you do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. I have an online ambassador standing by watching you. You need to respond. This is your moment. Don't miss it. Pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fail or if I fall, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. You will do more with less in Jesus' name. Scan that QR code at text harvest to 55498. You're going to get a text with options. You're going to enter the number for salvation. Let me just walk you through what you, to do next now that you've given your life to the Lord. Listen, what is salvation? You're saved from you, saved from hell, saved from trying to figure this thing out on your own. That's salvation. Some of you say, but you need a shepherd. You know I'm your shepherd. You don't have to live in Denver, Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America and around the world. Be a part of the Harvest family. We're a hybrid church. Majority of Harvest has never been in a building. He's doing more. Every country. This blows my mind. Every week, this text group is growing by hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. From every zip code. From every country. More people are serving now than ever before. You ready? I'm just sharing that to tell you that for some of you, all God's doing is he's changing your, look at me, he's changing your strategy. He's changing the way that you do what you do when you do what you do. He's going to do more. And you're going to think it's less. But it's not. Shout, it's more. Text Harvest to 55498. We'd love for you to be a part of the family. I'm a shepherd that loves those that he leads, and I want to see you win. And if you know I'm your shepherd, sheep know the voice of their shepherd. When you heard my voice, you knew it. I got to connect. I got to lock into that voice. You don't worry about the people. You don't worry about the community. That changes. You lock into the shepherd. 
And you don't let nothing get you away from who God's called you to and, and your shepherd. You don't let nothing. People may try to mess with you. Mm -mm. What you're not going to do is give me the disconnect from my shepherd. This is the principle I practice. Because I recognize that when God loves you, you ready for me? When God loves you, he gives you somebody to lead you that loves you like he does. He says, I'll give you shepherds after my own heart. You got it? All right. Listen, if you came in late, you weren't able to give. I want you to get that ready. You're going to sow the seal with me. You're going to get that seed ready. Uh, in May of 2022, God said, I want you to start challenging the people to sow. Every message, every prayer. I said, God, everyone? He said, yep. He said, because I'm about to release wealth into the hands of the people connected to Harvest. So we began sowing the seal in May of 2022. If you've been connected for a while, you'll remember we never did it before there. But you know what we didn't have also? The level of praise reports in finances that we do now. Every other day, it's a new six, seven-figure earner. Every other day, debt's getting canceled. Every other day, just go read it for yourself. Those are people putting those praise reports in there themselves. Only thing the church will do is move, remove a name if they put their full name. Other than that, it gets posted, typos and all. However, they submitted that. And uh, I'm excited that your praise report is next. Say, in my praise report, it is next. There's, there's two seats, two seats that you can sow this um, in this experience, two seeds. Both of them are going to have a seven. One is going to be a 37. The other is going to be a 57. A 37 and a 57. A 37 and a 57. That's what the Lord just gave me. That's what I want you to do. Three and seven, that's 10. Divine perfection. 57. Five is grace. Seven is the chapter you just turned to. That's what I heard the Lord say. That's what we're going to do. I'm sowing the 57. You pick which one. You say, Bishop, I don't have either. Then you pick one. You get as close as you can to it. You get as close as you can to it. I'm using text to give. You can cash up a dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zell, Gillify, that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You can mail it in P.O. Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844. In the building, you can use the envelope or scan the QR code wherever you're sending it. I love you, Harvest. You've heard me say that a lot because I think it's important that you know that you're loved. I think it's important that you know. Somebody was asking me the other day, you know, um, you know, what gives you joy in what you do? And... It is seeing the results in the lives of the people that I lead. Number one is to obey God. That's number one. I want to hear him say, well done, that good and faithful servant. Here's my translation. Son, boy, 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 the way you did that, I'm so proud of you. That's, that's, that's my version of it. That is what I live to do, to stand before him and hear him say, you, you knocked the ball out the park. I am so proud of you. Um, but then number two, it is to see results in the lives of the people that I lead. That blesses me. Lift your giving to the Lord. If you came in late, you weren't able to give, get that giving ready. You're going to sow the seal, get that ready. I encourage everybody to put something, especially at the top of the year, get a lot of seed in the ground. It's a good time to get it in the ground. That way your, your year is filled with harvest. All right? Lift it to the Lord. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. I'm a faithful giver. Therefore, I flourish. You're going to do more with less. So I will not be afraid of less because it's not really less. It's freedom. It's options. 
it's a good thing. It's no more baggage. You do more with less. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. The pastors are passing here at Grape Street online. Use one of the online giving methods to give. Scan the QR code. Again, don't forget replays today. 915, 1115, or excuse me, 1115, 115, 4. Uh, or, or I'm missing the times. 915, 1115, 4, and 7. There you go. All of that's mountain time. And of course, uh, we look forward to seeing you uh, at all of the great things that we're doing. Let's do it together, everybody. Love God, love people, and love life. 